Margaret. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday, the 22nd of January. Oh, yeah. It's good to be back, mm-hmm. Jazzy Boy, after a little break. Yep. Hopefully, you're also happy for us to be back, Flux fam. Now, since we've been gone, <laughs> there have been a fair few numbers to come across our desk. But a biggie from last yep. week, inflation rate slowed down to 4.3% and getting much closer to the 2 to 3% target. We love that, B-Man. Hold on those rate rises. Now, Flux fam, as we roll into 2024, we've received some amazing feedback from our listeners. And it appears the Flux fam wants more, more, more. Now, because we stick to Twitch timelines, we often have to cut some of the juicy and informative bits of our conversation out of the pod. But no more. We'll be keeping the best bits of every episode. That may mean the pod goes a little bit longer sometimes. It may go a little bit shorter, but no more than seven or eight minutes. We absolutely promise. Three riveting stories today. Let's do it. For our first, Kmart is hoping to sell its Anko-branded products into major US retail stores as it turns its private label brand into a real standalone brand. Anko is the answer to all of the world's problems, I'm convinced. Honestly, they've got everything. So tell me more. Okay, Jazzy Boy, we know Kmart as the once daggy department store that had a bit mm-hmm. of a refresh slash glow up about a decade ago. Yep, they started producing dupes of everything like Dyson vacuums, Skims bodysuits, and now even dupes of Apple AirTags. And Jazzy Boy, we've already seen Anko start to rear its dupey head in another retailer here in <laughs> Australia. Yep, Anko is now being stocked on Target shelves. I must say, it just feels a bit odd. And B-Man, this is the first step in getting Anko from private label brand into standalone brand in other retailers' stores. First it was in Canada, and next up, plans for the US and Europe. So what is the key learning here? A well-managed private label can become a whole new business in and of itself. You see, B-Man, when Kmart first created Anko, it was to serve as its in-house private label brand and nothing else. And now, Anko makes up around 85% of the whole Kmart store. But with their private label brand, they set up their own warehouses, their own sourcing, and created their own stock. There aren't many other private label brands that have been able to achieve this one. I must say, there is Kirkland signature products, though. (laughs) Yep, these products were originally developed as Costco's store brand. But over time, they gained a reputation for good quality. So now, Kirkland signature products are available through other retailers outside of Costco. And now that Anko has had its very own cult following, Kmart is not only able to run a department store, but Mm -hmm. an underlying brand as well. For our second story, Reddit, the social media platform, has finalised its long-awaited plans to IPO with a plan to go public as soon as March. Wow, surely someone's creating a subreddit for Reddit's own IPO. It's feeling very (laughs) meta here, so tell me more. Okay, Jazzy Boy, Reddit may be one of the lesser-known social media platforms of the big kahunas, but it is absolutely huge and is a very big source of news and content and videos for its very passionate community. Yeah, essentially it's a forum and it's where people share their interests, their hobbies, ask questions, speak about passions. And things can get pretty wacky over in the Reddit world, Jazzy Boy. I know you've been following (laughs) along to some subreddits. What have you got for me? There are some subreddits focused on animals without necks, where people (laughs) Photoshop animals, yes, without their necks. Or my personal favourite, the subreddit Carpets for Airports, where people admire specific carpets (laughs) in airports all around the world. Very niche. And B-Man, Reddit has more than 57 million daily active users. The same users who are key to driving the meme stock rally of GameStop. And now, Reddit is planning to IPO in March this year. And while it's unknown what valuation they'll achieve, they were valued at 10 billion US dollars in 2021. And now, Reddit will be hoping the same users who sent GameStop to the moon will help Reddit's share price fly away into the sunset. So true. So what's the key learning here? By transforming users into investors, companies aren't just raising capital, they're creating lifelong advocates for their products. Yep, Jazzy Boy, Reddit users are not not familiar with taking investment advice (laughs) from 
from the platform itself, whether that's legal or it's uh, not legal. Yep. In 2021, think about the GameStop shares, which spiked 1,700% thanks to Reddit. Uh Uh-huh. Or think about those AMC shares, which spiked about 300%. Thanks to forums on Reddit. And Jazzy Boy, using Reddit to push Reddit shares might be the sweet spot to improve share market performance. This will give Reddit users a sense of belonging and commitment to the company. And it means they now have a direct stake in the company's success. For our third and final story, Uniqlo is suing Shein for allegedly selling dupes of its viral bag. Not the viral Uniqlo bag. What is the story here? (laughs) I know you love that one, B-Man. So Mm -hmm. Uniqlo is a Japanese streetwear brand with nearly 2,500 stores worldwide. Now, they are known for their affordable winter wear, it must be said. But since April last year, they're also very known for their viral shoulder bag, which Mm -hmm. sold out seven times last year. It's been named the Mary Poppins bag because it can pretty much fit just about anything in there. Now, B-Man, Uniqlo is taking legal action against Shein, who copied the bag and sold it for one third of the price. Yep, Uniqlo wants Shein to immediately stop selling the dupes and pay compensation for the damages to Uniqlo. And B-Man, I must say, this certainly ain't Shein's first copycat rodeo. Nope, last year, H&M, they filed a copyright lawsuit against Shein for stolen designs. Three other independent designers filed lawsuits against Shein as well. And with Shein gearing up for a potential IPO in the US later this year, they've got some serious reputation building to do. Yep. So what is the key learning here? The saying any publicity is good publicity doesn't always hold, especially if you're looking to sell shares publicly pretty soon. The period leading up to an IPO is critical for any company because that's when investors are evaluating the prospects of the company. So any negative press, which brings into question the company's management or its operations or its Mm -hmm. prospects for the future, that's a red flag for potential investors and could seriously impact the success of the IPO. Now, we all know, Jazzy Boy, that Shein is no stranger to bad press, whether it be for their labor practices or their impact on the environment or just plain old copying designs. So, B-Man, while we know Shein's got a very good ability to grow rapidly, they'll also need to prove they can be a reliable investment for new investors. And not a walking, talking, designing red flag. B-Man, it is good to be back for 2024 on the mic with you once again talking business news every couple of days. Gee, it feels good to be back in the war room, Jazzy Boy. Feels delightful. Now, Fox fam, we'll be talking business news every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on the pod, so make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button to make sure it's at the top of your downloads whenever you hit that podcast app. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on Wednesday. Wednesday.